Hello, welcome to another episode of On the Floor with Wayne and Rob. I'm Wayne Highlander, Director of Sales for Born Adhesives, and you are? <laughs> I am Rob Johnson from The Bona Training. How we doing, Rob? Pretty good. How's it going? Switched it up there a little bit, huh? A little bit. I'm looking at you. I got distracted. It looks like you live in a trailer home somewhere. Uh, <laughs> nice. What's going on with that curtain that just like... Well, Chris is always saying, uh, you know, Chris is the guy who does everything, uh, him and Eileen, and he's always saying, hey, can you put up a curtain on that big sliding glass window? And I'm always like, no, I don't have one. So today I thought, oh, great. I'll uh, I'll throw this bathrobe up there. You know, I got some hooks and everything we have for Christmas lights. It's time for me to go on a diet. Definitely time because yeah that a bathrobe shouldn't be able to cover an entire wall you know what i mean maybe a window the whole curtain the whole window and everything the whole you know i could have done the slider and most of the wall i think so yeah i think the time has come i love how you willy-nilly threw it up like i I bet you i bet pauline would be mortified if she saw what we see on the screen that looks like your house with a curtain falling down it's actually your bathrobe it don't can, get much can, much more redneck the, than that can you see the heart she put up valentine's yeah, day yeah yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah oh it doesn't get much more redneck than that yeah i didn't know it would be on the mm-hmm. on the screen but i know what you mean about the robe um the robe situation i was in a hotel last week no you know i've been eating pretty good the last few months you know i'm feeling pretty good about myself you know I get up in the morning, I look in the mirror and, and I go, you know, look, look, I'm, I, the bar is low. Okay. So let's, you know, let's, let's f- get that established. But you I look know, I at, can, I can actually see you getting up in the morning and looking in that mirror going, let's keep your fan. Let's keep damn. your fantasy. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's kind of like fan. a shallow howl type thing. Yes. Um, but I get used to a certain, you know, whatever look, and I'm thinking, okay, you know, not too bad. You know, after I give myself a little bit of grace, I'm 63 now, and uh, all in all, not too bad. I was in a hotel room in Las Vegas the last few days, and in that mirror, it was a whole different story. Yeah, I think some mirrors are just not friendly. You know what I mean? I don't know if it's the lighting. I don't know what it is, but I went, like, what the hell? So, um yeah, I, I I totally get where you're coming from, man. Does uh, Judy have a? Did Judy get you a special mirror that? Maybe she did that, to be kind. That you look good in. Yeah, maybe that's it. I, we'll never lose yeah, that yeah, mirror. Yeah. After the mirror I came back from, I was happy to get home to look in this mirror. <laughs> uh, like I said, the bar is low. Um. So uh, where were we at? Were we at surfaces? Yes. How was it? It was busy this year. There's a lot of people there in their fancy suits and their fancy briefcases and their fancy leather, leather satchels and shoes and everything. And uh, all these big deals being brokered and uh, all the big players come in. And um, I said it last year when I came back, I'd always, I always think without the floor guy doing the floors or the floor gal, none of this matters. None of these deals matter. None of these products matter without the floor craftsman doing the work. Um, never take for granted your skills. 
Um, because it's a big, big, big deal when you've learned decades, decades of, of craftsmanship stuff, how to do things and make things work and make things work that are not right and make things come together and meet expectations and everything. Uh, never take for granted those skills. Sometimes that's all you got left. And um, when these guys are doing all these deals and everything and walking around there, I just keep, uh, it always strikes me that none of this stuff matters. None of this big building with all these different products in here, none of it matters without the floor man. So the guy in the truck, that's it. Yep. Yep. All righty. I thought we would talk about, you know, we could almost put this as another PSA, Uh, you know, in our, in our um, ventures of looking out after the floor, the floor man. Um, about becoming a workaholic. Now, it's interesting to me because we probably all have friends that are not in the floor trade, that don't work nearly as hard and as many hours as we do, right? Um, And it's easy to become a workaholic when you own your own business. You kind of get sucked into that sometimes because you know, it, it, you work, you got to get the job done. So there's no, so you don't have a set like, oh, uh, we only work, sorry, we don't work Saturdays and Sundays. Sorry, we only work eight to five. I mean, a lot of guys can do that. I, I had not mastered that. Um, and so we work till the, you know, we, like you said before many times that, you know, you, you, you're, uh, you work until the job's done. You get this, you got to go till you get it stained. You got to go till you get the first coat on because you got to schedule. And then when you come home, all your friends are floor guys. So you're still talking about floors. You look on social media. You're, everything you look on social media is all flooring stuff. And, you know, it becomes all encompassing. So I think it's easy to become like, um, you know, a workaholic almost. So, you know, also we always say, you know, um, we've always heard, yeah, work hard, play hard. And it seems like a, a, a you know, a harmless and funny phrase and almost like a badge of honor for, for a lot of people. Um, you know, who wouldn't want to work hard and achieve success and that kind of stuff. But um, it kind of, that phrase kind of encourages a, uh, a workaholic mindset. And uh, it's almost like it's a, p- a positive connotation. So I thought we'd talk about that. Um, now, what do you... Go ahead. Do you think you're a workaholic? Well, that's tough, man. Come on. Because because I think... Uh, I, I think you're an aholic about most of the things you do. Well, okay. So that brings up something. It's interesting you said that. Yeah. Because um, I think a lot of people would say that about me. I've certainly had friends say that about me. That, oh, no, that's all he does is work. And I've had friends say that you... You work to live, I live to, no, I live to work and they live to, to they work to live or some crap like that. I can't remember. Anyhow, <laughs> uh, but it's a rise, rising tide yeah, thing. Yeah. Yeah. I was too, I was too busy to work and to hear the rest of it. Now I, mean, I got to get it right. Work to live, live to yeah, work. Yeah. Some people work to live. Some people live to work. Live to work. Yeah. And right. uh, so I've been accused of that. And I think that. It would almost be a fair thing to say about me. Um, And um, 
I think also I part of that was to me like uh, okay yeah it's a, almost a badge and honor you're not afraid to work you'll work you'll do whatever it takes to get the job done and I you know I grew up with uh, I've always worked hard and that was just you know I mean that was we the guys respected were hardworking guys right um, but you know I mean I guess so if that answers your question I, but but no but you but here's something else you said. I think I'm that way about everything I do, though. That's exactly what I meant. Yeah. So, like, you're fishing. a you're a, a holic about you're a fishaholic. Yes. You're a petaholic. Mm-hmm. You're a, um, yeah. I mean, you just uh, you seem to have that kind of personality. So I wonder if all in. Yeah. All I in. Wa- yes. Uh, I wonder if there's a fine line between passion and that phrase workaholic. Because when I fish, the, I'll be up the first guy up every day fishing. I will fish till the sun goes down. I will fish almost like nobody will fish as many hours as I will. I don't yeah. know why. I just, that's why I'm driven. When I used to lift weights and don't, I know I'm not, it's a long time ago. I know. I would, I would, would never be satisfied and work, you know, I mean, be in the gym all the time, whatever. Um, I just think that's my approach to life. I think there's probably some deep seated reasons behind that that probably I don't want to know about, but, <laughs> but, um, you, you didn't read that whole article that you sent oh, me then, did you? Oh, I did. Oh yeah. And oh, I wasn't like deep seated stuff there. I wasn't liking the way that was article was going. right off the bat, when I started to read that, I just started chuckling like, all right, that's, this is perfect for, because they said, are you a workaholic or are you highly engaged in your job? And that's uh, what I, th- I go, wow, that's definitely Wayne and I, I, I think that I'm highly engaged, but I'm not a workaholic. Yeah. And I think, I think you're more than highly engaged yeah probably so i don't know man i think there's a there's a a a big part of me that just wants to win i want to be the best at whatever i do um and i think that's tied into it too Mm -hmm. um and i'm not saying it's healthy i'm not believing i'm not bragging and i'm not saying it's healthy i'm saying it is you are you can't help who you are it is what it is man right and uh, exactly and but here's the way I look at it too. Would I would I turn around and do it any other way? And I don't think so. I'm not complaining. You know what I mean? I'm 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 yeah. okay. You know, other people may not like it. I mean, um, but that, that's just the way it is. And I bet like some people say, and I've seen this before, when a guy dies and he's like 70 years old, and the guy goes, Man, he never retired, he worked, he worked his entire life. But poor guy, he never got to you know, he never he just worked. Well, that's okay. Maybe that's what the guy wanted. Maybe he was happy working. Maybe I, he liked. Maybe he liked what he was doing. There's still, you know, there's people out there that that love what they do. It's, yeah. So, but I I do think there's this other thing that drives me. I have this reoccurring nightmare in my head. Okay, and here's <laughs> here's what it is. Okay, something happens to Judy. She dies somehow. God forbid. Okay, somehow she's gone. Okay. Somehow I remarry, okay? And I remarry a girl that's like half my age, okay? She's 30. (laughs) I'm telling you this is how the dream is going, okay? 
I'm sorry. I, I know. I but forgot this was a dream. Yes, but it's not as I good got, as it sounds. Okay. Okay. Because yeah, there's lots of, you know, lots of 30-year-olds out there, you know, late yeah. 20s, late 30s. I picture her. Looking for a dude just like you. Just yeah, like you. Losers. Yeah. Um, no. I picture she's like 38 years old in my dream. Okay. Okay. All right. And she is an absolute wreck. I mean, a horrible human being. You find her in the gutter, gnats in her hair? No, not in the gutter. Not in the gutter. She lives in a beat-up trailer home, okay? Okay. She's got red hair, all right? (laughs) I'm not making this up. She's got two kids who are equally as messed up as her. I mean, just horrible rotten kids you mm-hmm. know like 15 years old just miserable rotten big kids dirty and they, I, I picture them dirty like the house is always dirty right yeah yeah. Now, yeah now that's not the worst of it the worst of it is this one day when we're arguing she says to me and, and we're living somewhere out in the country okay like out in the country in tennessee right here like way out in the stick somewhere yeah and and the worst of it is she says to me she screams at me one day what happened to all that California money? <laughs> That's the nightmare. And I've had it. I've, I've, I mean, it must have eight times I've thought about this. Uh, and that's, that's also what I think motivates me. So I don't, I'm not sure I know what to say right now. I, and exactly. I, I think a bunch of our listeners. Okay, so that I'm going to try to clarify this for everybody. I, I thought about it. I think I got it. Okay. So that is the dream that motivates you to work. That's your recurring yes. dream that yes. motivates you to be the way you are. Yes. To be successful, right. to work hard. Yes. All right. So, but I still don't. Well, it's dreams, so you can't really, you know. But why is that going to motivate you to work hard so you don't end up like that? Judy no, died. I, that was I know. sad, right? Horrible, horrible. You didn't w- kill her. No, no, no. I would never want that to happen. But in right. order for this, for this dream, the, that dream to take place, th- she has to be gone somehow. And I just yes. figured, okay, well, she must have died okay. or something. God forbid. She died, right. And I, I guess it's an all or nothing with me. You know what I mean? I guess it's it's you have this success, and if not for that, it's this. And I don't know why. I, I saw I'm, that dream just ending in a completely different way. Like you come in like their their white knight, their knight in shining armor. You know, the white horse. Clean those kids up. Clean those kids up. Move them out of there. Move into a nice house. Clean her, and everybody lives happily ever after. No, you're working this hard, a workaholic, so you don't end up with her. Yes. Okay. There's no no fixing. There's there's no fixing these people, Rob. You don't see in my head what the wreck that is in that trailer home. No, I get it. I I can smell it. The way we have to live. Yeah. 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 So. Reasons for being an alcoholic, workaholic, (laughs) alcoholic. (laughs) 
I was wondering who was going to be the first one to slip with that yeah, one. Yeah, yes. You know, I think also, um, I, I think you, the way, the way that this sometimes happens with people is you get addicted to the grind and you get addicted to the adrenaline of getting the jobs done and starting another job and the highs of, of you know, this chaos almost of every day getting up and doing this, getting your truck and hammering, doing this job. Every, I think almost it becomes like an addictive thing, like an adrenaline thing. And um, I think that could be part of it. Also, I think some people uh, have not figured out how to say no. And I think that's part of the problem that leads to it. Like it's a habit like anything else. And it's tough. To say no, I, I, I can't do this job because whatever I got, nope, I'm going to take a vacation this week and uh, I, I'm just going to say no. And a lot of people have just not learned that skill or trade or whatever that is. Um, I think I was guilty of that too. I think I was like, all right, oh, I, I got to get the job or maybe someone else will get the job. And I will never, I won't get a job working with this guy again. And I think that was part of it. I marveled at people that that have been able to treat this like a job. I mean, I remember talking to a floor, he's not, I think he sold his business, he's not in the business anymore, but he was very successful, had probably 10 crews out there, and he goes, Wayne, it's just floors, it's just, you know, because he got a call back in a job, and then it was a legit call back and whatever, and he was like, yeah, it's just floors, it's not that big a deal, whatever, it's not life and death, and uh, we'll get to it Monday, we're not working this weekend and whatever, and uh, I admire that, I really do admire that. But that just wasn't me. That's a that's a shocker. I mean, because just about every floor guy I know is not that way. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're you know totally opposite of that. The problem with being um, sometimes a workaholic is that you can be emotionally unavailable to other people. Um, I wouldn't say that. I like. I wouldn't say that about me. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I I get along phenomenal with with my wife. When we get we have a great relationship. I have you know, and, and I think that she's very independent too. That's the other thing too. She's very independent and has her own life and and does her own stuff and whatever. And and so you know, we she's not. I think if she if she was needy or if she was a different type of personality, maybe it wouldn't work. But we get along great. But I think a lot of times you could be. I can see how you could be mostly unavailable if you were like a workaholic. Um, I used to work out with a guy one time who was a bodybuilder, like like I was a slug working out, you know what I mean? But this guy was like a he was a he was a bodybuilder and he was he was on a, he was on a, you know there's levels in life, and he was that guy. Uh, and the way he was so consumed with that. I'd say he was an, uh, most, uh, emotionally unavailable to his wife and his kids, by the way. I mean, he was, he had to be in that gym every day, every day, no matter what, that's just the way it was. He had a, he had to eat a certain disciplined way every, every time he was so rigid, whatever. And, uh, where I think he was at the age where his kids could be doing other things. And, but for him, it was always in the gym and the gym and gym all the time. Um, but, um, uh, so I, I can see if you took that same type of mindset to work and you had kids and whatever, yeah, I, I can see that being a problem, but, um, I don't know. I just, I just think it would be good to talk about this because if you find yourself in this uh, rat race of, uh, 
uh, and maybe some of the signs we have some of the signs here. Did I send you that list, Paul? Uh, uh, Rob, what's your name, Rob? Yeah. 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 Well, you can call me Paul. I'm mostly Paul, unavailable. You know, you're unavailable to. I, I don't want to bother you. No, 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 no. I wouldn't. Uh, you I know don't, what I mean? I yeah, don't I got, bug you. I got my yeah. own thing going on. Paul. I could be a Paul. I can see me as Paul. Could you? I could actually. That would work for me, too. Uh, yeah, Paul. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You can call me Paul. All right. Call me Paul the rest of the day. Okay. Here, here, Here's a, a way that you might know that you're a workaholic. Um, workaholics experience negative emotions like anxiety and guilt when they aren't working. Okay. And that is a trap. And uh, I've, I've kind of fallen into that. And I think a lot of guys uh, do that. Uh, because you, there's the, like owning your business never ends. Like you could always be doing something. I mean, it's like a farmer almost. There, yeah. the day they could never end. You could just keep going. I've all I used to joke when uh, years ago that uh, my next job I should have a job that they open at eight and they close at four, and you that's it. You can't do any more work. You can't get in there. That's it. You, whatever. Because as a flooring contractor, the day could never end, and so you do feel guilty sometimes by. I could be doing this or I could be, you know, we got the baseboard. At least I, I'm home now. I could, I could hit the baseboard or I could, I could do the risers and treads with my shop because blah, 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 whatever. Um, uh, workaholics tend to work beyond what is reasonably expected of them, even by the organization. So uh, workaholics have persistent thoughts about work when they're not working. Uh-oh. I don't like the way this yeah. is going. Yeah, this is. I don't, uh, I don't like the way this is going. You're getting killed here, man. Yeah, work. All of that persistent thoughts work when they're not working. They find it difficult mentally to disengage from work. Yeah, I'm all starting right. to think this, this is, is all... why. This is why I know that there's a that you and I are both mentioned in this article. You're a workaholic, and then there's somebody who is not a workaholic, but highly motivated with his job okay now that one right there you know it you've heard me tell other guys who work at bona and who i've worked with all my life hey do your job right work as hard as you can when you're supposed to be there whatever that kill it okay then when it's over put that bag of bricks down don't carry it around it's a bag of bricks put it down Get on with your life. There are some guys who can't do that, and it it eats them alive. You, yeah. you might be one of those guys who is blessed where you can't do it, but it doesn't eat you alive. You yeah. and I both knew some guys that couldn't put the bricks down, but also couldn't handle the pressure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So if you're going to be a workaholic, man, it's a pressure cooker. Yeah. So, um, where I am the king, I I love when I'm out doing a school or something at a distributor, and they're like, "Hey, they got to lock up at four thirty. I'm like, "You four thirty? Absolutely. You mean there's an end date? There's a yeah. there's a a start and a finish time? That's beautiful. Oh, that's fantastic." Um, you just reminded me of a, one of my favorite uh, uh, phrases. Uh, my my really good friend Jeff Rose. Uh, passed away several years ago. God, man, what a great guy. Uh, he used to say, you know, if you're going to be a bear, you might as well be a grizzly. And, right. and I, I, I like that expression. Um, um, 
Yeah, but my response to that is, hey, somebody's got to worry about about things when everybody else is uh, is not. So um, I, I'm guilty of that one. Yeah, um, you're definitely guilty of that one. Okay, let me see here. Uh, motivation. You experience negative emotions like anxiety and guilt when you aren't working. Um, not me. Um, not at all. You, you negative emotions, anxiety, when guilt when not work. Uh, yeah, I would say I've been guilty of that in the past. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. My yeah. Gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I know that you feel guilty about not fishing sometimes if you haven't fished in a while. Um, it's not that I feel guilty about it. Is that I need to? If I haven't fished in a while, I have to. I have to go fishing. That's that's it for me. I mean, that's my that's that's my favorite thing to do. So. You know, as long, I mean, you and I have known each other, what, almost 20 years, over 20 yeah. years, 20 yeah. years, yeah. right? And we've hung out, traveled, right? Worked, everything. Great, right? Mm -hmm. I'm Slept a little worried about ever having to go fishing with you. Because I am a social fisherman. No, it wouldn't work. That's what I mean. Would That's not work. Exactly what I mean. Yes. We're not here to have fun. You know, there's athletes and social athletes. Okay. And uh nobody in the our family really realized that until Rebecca married Kyle. Yeah. My son-in-law Kyle, who played Division Three football, all-star in Massachusetts football. I mean, yeah, a serious, serious athlete. And one day we're all hanging out. You know, and uh, Rebecca's talking to him about, you know, her sports and everything. And he looked at her and started cracking up. And he's like, you mean you're a social athlete? And oh. I, I had never really heard oh. that before. No, yeah. But I guess if you're a kick D3 football playing guy, there's athletes and there's social athletes. And I thought as soon as he said that, I started cracking up thinking, I can't go fishing with Wayne. I'm a social fisherman. Yeah. I, I, I'll drive him crazy. You would. And then the more I see you going crazy, the more I'm going to pick at yeah. that scab a little bit too. Yeah. It, well, that would not end well for, <laughs> for either of us. <laughs> um, but but here, here's the thing. People think I'm not having a good time because I'm real serious like that. Um, I remember when my I've got a, a friend and his wife. Every you know, when we're going out, she knows me. I'm joking around a lot of times. We're having a good time, whatever. And then she sees me at work, or she's been out with I was fishing with Paul, and I don't talk at all when I'm fishing. I don't ever talk. I don't want to talk to anybody. And um, she thinks I'm there's like something wrong with me, but it's not. I, I'm I'm having the time of my life. It's just that it's just you know it's just different. Um. You don't talk when you fish. Never. Wow. Yeah. Never. So maybe you and I'll just. I'll take maybe, it back. Maybe you and I'll just go to uh, Top Golf or something like that. I could do that because I'm not serious about golf. I don't care about golf. Right. I, I right. Actually, I, I take it back. When I go by myself fishing, I talk to myself a lot when I'm fishing. <laughs> a lot. But like, if there's another person in the boat, I, we don't. We don't. I wouldn't talk. We are. I hope there's no psychiatrist listening to this show. They're going to give you a call. Yeah, like I said, I didn't like the way this was going. That's why I'm not going to read a lot of this. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> but uh, when I talked about being emotionally unavailable, I'm going to tell you the best story I, I have ever known of about someone being emotionally unavailable. And um, well, let me share you my story. Okay. Being emotional. I don't, care, I, don't, I, don't, I don't care about yours. Let me get to mine. <laughs> so we were in uh, Gatlinburg, Pigeon Forge area, and it was around Christmas time. We went out to dinner, and um, the, anybody remembers there was a, a, a massive fire in that area about a year earlier. And uh, several people were killed, and homes and cabins were burned and everything. It was a terrible, terrible fire. And we were outside this restaurant, and that one of the guys I was with is, is um, he's, um, how do I say this, mentally challenged. He's like 56 years old. If you were to look at him, you would not know. And by the way, the sweetest guy on earth. I mean, whenever we have a, a, a function, he, if he doesn't come over, if he is, doesn't, someone doesn't bring him, it's a disappointment. We, everybody loves him. He's a great guy. But fact of the matter is he's about 58 years old and he is he's like um, mental capacity like a six-year-old I would to say something like that so he lives to mow lawns okay that is his favorite it's all he cares about is mowing lawns and um we were outside this restaurant at Gatlinburg and I, the owner was out there at the restaurant and I said um gosh it's terrible the fires that you know they went through here and it looks like you know people starting to pick up you know and kind of move on a little bit and everything and he said, yeah, he goes, it's, it's a shame. He goes, as a matter of fact, the last person that died from that fire was my dear friend. And she died last weekend in the hospital. So my friend who's mentally challenged says, well, I just got a lawnmower for Christmas. That was his response to that man saying his dear friend just died. And like I said, if you look at this guy, you would never know there's anything wrong with him. And I, the guy was like taken aback, of course. And it was that sounded like, hey, listen, I got my problems, you got yours, is what it sounded like. And uh, I wanted to circle back to that guy and say, hey, man, just so you know, here's the situation. But our our table's ready, and you know, how I, <laughs> yeah, I know you got it. I'd like to eat. You got to eat. Yeah. So anyhow. So this is the point of the podcast. I just realized that it would have been a good idea for you and I to offer some suggestions and how to break the habit if you if you are uh, uh, find yourself uh, as a workaholic. I don't think you can. You're right. I, I don't think you can. You either got it or you don't. I have it. Okay. You don't. Okay. I'm gonna, That's okay. it. All right. You, what are we going to do to break your habits? We all know <laughs> you're an aholic about three or four different things. It's not going to happen. It, it, there is no, yeah, maybe so get into people when they're young, possibly. So this diagnosis is like you got cancer and there's nothing you can do? Exactly. Enjoy it while you got it. Embrace it. I Kick think ass we, with it. We, we could do a little one better than that, I think. As I'm thinking here. Are you sure? You well, remember we're just a couple of floor guys, right? We're I, not, I know. We, we're not professionally trained in any of this stuff. Okay. Well, I yeah, but you know. Uh, all right. So you can get all right, online. That's here. Cure yourself. What are you going to do? Uh, okay. Here's what I would tell somebody else. Okay. <laughs> here's what I would say. 
I'd say, okay, listen. Here's what I'm going to tell somebody else. Not me, but yeah. here's what I'm going to tell somebody else to do. Yeah. Go ahead. Go. Position, heal thyself. I, I would yeah. say, I would say, look, if you can find a hobby outside of your job, something that isn't with other floor guys, doesn't have anything to do with floors, a complete distraction from floors, I mean, like like painting or whatever, or something or hiking or something, anything outside of the of the flooring industry, I'd say uh, that would be uh, uh, probably the best shot you got of of ridding, you know, of, or uh, number one. That would say number one. Well, that's number two. Number one, I would say that you're aware of it, that you make yourself at least aware that you have this trade, and where does it come from? I mean, if you read a lot of this. It goes way back to the childhood. Don't go there, man. Don't. I don't. I, don't. I, I, don't, I was. I, don't, I was reading any... all that childhood stuff, and I'm like, "Oh, where are we gonna go with this thing today?" Yeah, um, we don't think we need to go any farther than this. But I think number one is at least be aware that this might be something you suffer with, and number two that it may affect other loved ones in your life. Um, <laughs> hey, I'm trying here. I hear you, man. You're all right. You yeah. are giving it a shot. I I, I am. think that's great. You're, and, you're taking a shot here. Yeah. Um, I think you're right. If you read some of these things, like as I was reading through this, I was cracking up thinking, nope, nope, nope on me. And yup, yup, yup on you. Yeah. And and you and I both work pretty hard. You know, yep, we don't mind yep. putting a day's work in, but but I could definitely see the difference. And maybe you're right. Maybe if somebody realizes they're a workaholic, but I think you've always known you're a workaholic. And well, I like when you said, well, take up another hobby. And I was going to go, oh, say like fishing. Yeah, sec second job. <laughs> yeah. um, How many fishing poles do you own? Yeah. Oh, we don't get into that. About four more over the last week. Um, <laughs> went to Texas and bought four. Um, so do you have fishing uh, poles? Do you have fishing poles that you've never used? Yeah. How many? I probably got about five that I've really never used before. But That's beautiful. But That's they're beautiful. all there's a reason for all of them. Um uh what was I gonna say? Um yeah. You're I mean I you know, I, I think number one, in the very least, be aware of it. Be aware of how it can affect your life and other people. If you wanted to change, you could look into how to change this. I think you, I mean, it's, you know, some of this goes pretty deep, uh, but. Um, Maybe we need to do more research on, but here, on here, how to unbecome, not become, or, or yeah. how to shed it. Yeah. Man, maybe you're right. Maybe the first thing to do is realize, geez, I am a workaholic. But here's the thing. When I look at you, you're right. I don't see that you're a workaholic, but you're a hard worker. And there's, yeah. no, there's no shame and there's no like step down because, the, you know what I mean? I mean, you're as passionate as they get. So there's got to be a fine I, line there. You know, um, somebody had talked to me about uh, the right before Christmas, I did 15 schools in 16 weeks. Unheard of. Wow. Right. Unheard yeah. of. And when yeah. you were saying people that can't say no, well, I had people calling me, you know, hey, I'd like to do a school. I'd like to do a school. I had two planned vacations during that 16 weeks. And I said, well, 
eh, I'll I'll take time off later. I'll do the school. Oh, I could have said no, but I didn't. Right? Yeah. And then it got to a point where I was like, I'm not saying I was a workaholic, but I did want to go for something that I know really hadn't been done before. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. I just kept yeah. kept piling it on. So there was, you know, I love doing schools and you know, it's an I think it's an honor when somebody calls me up and goes, Hey, we'd really like you to come and do a school. Oh, how, yeah. I'm not gonna say no. Right. You know? Yeah. yeah. But I'm I still, even after all that, I would definitely not consider myself a workaholic. There was a reason I was doing it. You know, sometimes you want to test yourself. How far can you go? How much can you do? Right. That kind of thing. But yeah. I also, you know, knew that eventually I was going to put down that bag of bricks and yeah. put my feet up and go, hell, man, I feel good. I kick there and yeah. not think I... about it again. You know? Yeah. No, I where get it. There's difference with workaholics where it's like, they they can't do what I did at the end of that. Just kick yeah. back and take, you know, pride in what you did and hey, I deserve a little break here, you know? Yeah, Hall, yeah. You would feel guilty about something like that. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So Yeah. Okay. There's a, yeah, there's a huge difference. Yeah, I agree. And I consider we both, you know, we both put our yeah. time in. We both yep. don't mind working, but Well Yeah. I, the other thing too is that um you can put too much expectations on other people uh, if you're in this if you're that type of guy you know what i mean you have to realize that not everybody's everybody's made like you and then that there are, some people value their time off and but like me working with a younger generation today would be a problem you know what i mean the people that really value their time off and everything and that would be a problem for me uh you know what i mean yeah um, do you remember so, the do you remember the day we were doing a school in Nashville and you came in, shut the door to the office yeah. and said, I got to tell you something. Yeah. You remember that day? I, I do. Mm-hmm. And you told me that you were going to be the adhesive guru. You were taking over adhesives. Yep. But what did I say to you? Do you remember what I said to you? First thing. You, you, nobody deserves it better. You're unbelievable. I mean, I've never met a man like you. Was that it? I put that in the letter that I sent oh, you oh, okay, in the yeah. congratulations card. Yeah. yeah. No, I actually, I, I you don't probably remember. don't remember what I said. The first thing I no. said to you was, you're going to be in charge of a bunch of people. Do not expect people to work as hard as you do. Yeah. Yeah. Cause that, that could be, that could be a killer. Yep. Yeah. I think that could be a killer. Yeah. Well, luckily I've got a good, a good bunch <laughs> you, of guys are you somehow mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. wrangle the team together man that yeah they're they're following you that's great there you go you know um you were saying about working with young kids uh i would like to tell you that my travel story up to montreal you know how you'd love a boring oh boy here through, we go here, here we go everybody get going ready through to the canadian customs into montreal i'm not going to do that though but i had three kids at this school that were all three under 21 years old. Wow. Let me tell you, I think the future looks bright. If, as I told these kids, you remember the, the podcast we were doing? It was like every every 10 guys retire from the floor guys to replace the 10. Yeah. Yep. Right. So we got into that conversation. 
And they were going through guys that they knew that were out, you know, older guys and everything. I said, mm -hmm. man, you guys, if you play it right, you're going to be freaking millionaires. Yeah. Because there's just nobody getting into the trades, right? Yeah. So the, the end of the three days, it was a three-day school. And these kids, you could tell they were all just out of high school. I have never had anybody at a class take the amount of notes wow. that these kids took. I mean, no, no one kid, one kid, I, I finally I'm said, how many pages of notes did you take? He said, nine, nine pages of notes. The other kids took a bunch too. But also at that school, I had one of the best compliments anybody has ever given me in my life from one of these young kids. And uh, the two kids came in and he's like nudging him. He's like, tell me, tell him, tell him what you said to me last night. Mm -hmm. So the kid gets all, you know, shy and everything. And he goes, well, I told him that uh, if I had had a professor like you in a university, I probably would have stayed in school. No kidding. And I was like, Dude, hey, well, what are you doing to me? Man. And he's like, you just have a way of teaching. It's fun. I never learn more. Yeah, he was just going on. And I go, well, you, you know, you probably weren't learning this kind of stuff in university, so it was kind of fun, too. And he said, no, it was the way you did it. I was like, oh, my God. So, man. No, that, that is. Uh, that... I, I, I haven't told anybody that. I told Pauline that. Yeah. But uh, I thought you'd like hearing that because he, that was a, man, that got me. That, that wanna, got me. That want to make it emotional. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that, no, seriously, that, that is uh, that's a high honor, man. Pretty cool. Yeah, so you know, can you, can you imagine if I they know there's me? a lot of <laughs> what's that? Can you, can you imagine if they admit me? <laughs> I'm sorry, Rob. Uh, no, that is that's an, uh, that's and an that's honor. another on the floor with Wayne and Rob. Hmm. Please stay tuned for another episode. Well, we should get out of here anyhow. It's been a long time. I'll say if you're a workaholic, there you go. Kill it, baby. This has been another episode of On the Floor with Wayne and Rob. Please stay tuned for another episode. Oh, yeah.